Lego. Lego. Hey everybody, welcome back to Back to Brick. Today's designer interview, I'd first like to welcome Joe and handle Joe B1 Kenobi. Uh, <laughs> very creative, by the way. Um, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks, man. Fan of the show. Awesome. So, uh, it's good to hear. I always like to hear fans. Um, and uh, I'm a fan of the show as well. I listen to it <laughs> myself. Uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, first things first, Joe, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? What you like to do? Yeah, so uh, my name's Joe. I'm 32 years old. Uh, I live in Rhode Island. Uh, I work in the investment field by day, which really isn't the most creatively fulfilling career. So I've been turning to Legos lately to to scratch that itch. Um, so what I what I build primarily is uh, mini scale Star Wars builds. Awesome. Awesome. And we've got a lot of Star Wars fans on the show. Uh, so this will be really cool, especially when we get to talk about your work, because there's some really cool designs that you've done in this in this smaller scale. Um, and I always start off the interviews first with what. Uh, so you're familiar with minifigures and mm -hmm. so most of your sets come with a dedicated minifigures to go with them. Um mm -hmm. But now let's talk about like a sig fig. If you could have a fi uh, signature figure that represented you, doesn't have to be realistic at all, and mm -hmm. had equipment, what what would it be? Yeah, so I, I wouldn't go the realistic route. Uh, I think that's just kind of boring. So I think I'm a little obliged to say I'd have to pick a Kenobi minifigure, but I think I'm actually closer fit to like, Chewbacca, uh, physically and, and <laughs> more like personality wise, I think. So I think I'd use the Chewbacca minifigure and um, maybe he'd be holding like that paintbrush and the, the palette to be like, you know, he's a sensitive Chewbacca. <laughs> I, I'm pretty, pretty sure Chewbacca is pretty sensitive. I think more yeah, so he has, yeah. he's got a wrench though instead of the paint. But yeah, I think yeah. if you tried, you could get him too. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> uh very cool very cool uh yeah. i've always been a big chewy fan and it's funny because the actor that plays him now uh is a former penn state basketball player and i'm a penn state grad so we are yeah. anything penn state we're big fans of yeah okay i i, I like penn state i almost went there <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah it's uh yeah. we had a good time my wife and i both went um and uh good memories half memories you know it's college uh yeah oh yeah <laughs> uh but really, really cool. So when did you get started um, kind of having that outlet into these uh, mini builds? Um, so, you know, I've been into Legos my whole life, um, ever since I was a, a little kid in the 90s. But I, I think like a lot of people, I went through kind of a, a dark age um, with, with Legos as I got into my teenager years. Um, you know, they were competing with things like girls. So it, it was hard for Legos to win out there. Um, and then I got back into Lego when I was, I don't know, a couple years ago. So I was like 29, 30 years old. And um, I discovered BrickLink, uh, the ability to just buy minifigures or pieces um, right from the, the site without, you know, buying a set. 
and um, kind of fell in love with that. Uh, got really into collecting minifigures. And then I, I got into modifying those minifigures. So I was buying some of the parts on Fricklink. Um, and then I saw that they had that studio designer software. I uh, decided to dabble with that. And um, I got super addicted to that right off the bat. Um, I think that is amazing software. And, you know, if anyone hasn't tried it and you're remotely interested in Lego, give it a shot because it's, it's, it's pretty sick. So got I've, ta into... I've talked about that on the show because yeah. it's just a great um, kind of easy access to entry into designing Legos because it's on your computer. Anyone can download it for free. Exactly. And, and Legos are expensive. Right? So you don't, have oh, to, yeah. <laughs> you know, like you don't have to spend the money on that. You don't have to, you know, have these big sets that take up a lot of space and piss off your girlfriend. Like you, you can just have everything, <laughs> you know, right on your computer. And um, yeah, I just, I, I thought it was just a great solution for me. So I got really into that. Um, I, I got into like building sets for my minifigures because I, I really started off as just like a minifigure collector. Um, and, and the sets were always kind of secondary, but now the focus has kind of shifted. And um, I've got a lot more ambitious in, in the sets that I build for my minifigures. And in your ambition, I mean, you started small and you're, you're staying small. What made you keep it that small, even with your digital designer? Um. I I just prefer mini scale. Mm -hmm. I, I was never really into like mini figure scale, um, especially as an adult. Um, I'm just not really interested in like playing with the mini figures or anything like that. I'm more in the into the design aspect. So you know, like the sets that I was into um, were mostly those architecture sets, which is in that kind of mini scale. So I thought it was a cool look, and I still do. And, um, you know, I, I build stuff that I like, and I just happen to like Miniscale. So that's that's just the wave I'm riding right now. And you know what? I'm going to ride the same wave. <laughs> I love the Miniscale because yeah. it, it does give you, I think it almost, for personal reasons, I think it gives you a better creative outlet because you're like, oh, cool, I can make, you know, an uh, AT uh, act, act mm -hmm. uh, the the cargo one from Rogue One. But, oh, wait, I, I can only build it this scale, so I have to be creative in designing it that way. Mm -hmm. And that's just like, there are, of course, many versions that Lego's done, but then um, you have to kind of put your own little spin to it. it exactly. It's it's hard to design at that scale. You have to, um, you know, you're, you're up against a lot of, you know, constraints, and parameters um, that you kind of have to, to work within. So I think a lot of creativity comes out of, um, you know, constrained work like that. And uh, mm -hmm. it's a lot of, it's, it's a lot of fun for me. And plus I like, you know, mini scale lets you build these big sweeping, uh, you know, scenes and landscapes that would be pretty tough in, in mini figure scale. I mean, you could do it, but it, it just be, <laughs> might cost you a little more uh, yeah yeah exactly <laughs> in time and money and sanity yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah yeah um and uh so you started with minifigure collection right so is was it just star wars yes yes for the most part it started off um just building an army of stormtroopers 
Um, I got into just the, the regular stormtroopers um, before they had those goofy dual molded helmets. And um, then I, I got into the different stormtrooper variants and just kind of went from there. Got into mods, had to buy some rebels and um, you know, you know how it goes. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what's the, what's the empire without the rebels? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And with these, these builds you you did that you started off with you now moved in from just the collecting to now the minifigures do the do minifigures inspire your builds or do your builds inspire the minifigures that go with it it definitely starts with the minifigures okay um, okay so like i don't know I, I i had a pretty big navarro build from the mandalorian um for example and i think that started as just a custom grief cargo minifigure. And, uh -huh. um, you know, I'm, it's like, well, I've got him. Well, I need to make the client. You know, well, I've got the client. I should get a, I should get an incinerator trooper. And, the, you know, and then it goes from there. And then I have to build, uh, you know, the, a, have a build for all those figures. And I just go bigger and bigger and more and more figures and um, <laughs> go from there. Is there, any particular movie that you like to build to more so than others? I like classic trilogy. Okay. Um, and when I say classic trilogy, I, I lump in the, the classic trilogy era films too, like Rogue One and Solo. I think, I think those are great. Um, prequels are, prequels are all right. Um, I, I, I'm not as much of a prequel fan as I am the, the original trilogy, but um, they're growing on me. And um, recently watched uh, Clone Wars and Rebels, which, which are pretty cool too, but um, still not a big fan of the sequels. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll take time or they'll just slowly slip away. Uh, it's We went to the drive-in last night and saw... Um, the Empire Strikes Back, and you just look at that movie, and like I was telling my wife, because she likes Star Wars too, because I forced her to, um, and uh, <laughs> um, she's like, I think I only watched this once, so she's like paying attention. She's like, so what's the movie about? I'm like, first off, it's the best sequel ever made. Absolutely. Second off, it's really the building of the characters and the relationships, and then definitely the father aspect is the biggest part of, uh, mm -hmm. but. Like you look at that and you just think sometimes I wish movies were still like that because the, the sequels, they just kind of, they force too much through and it just makes no sense at points. And you're just like, mm -hmm. Oh, okay. I'm not attached to this. It was, it's the 40th anniversary of the revenge or, um, uh, Empire. uh the empire strikes back and the, the show was sold out in a, at the drive-in. I mean, based on the times, yeah, that's the only outlet you have, but that's, yeah. that's pretty crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that that's that's an awesome movie. That's definitely my favorite uh, of the original trilogies. It's just that yeah, the, it, the aesthetic of it is so cool. From you mm -hmm. go from Hoth to Dagobah, and then Cloud City, just that like clean white, like Miami Vice kind of aesthetic Lando has up there. It's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah, they 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 brought the city and his uh, uh, and his style right up to the clouds. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. Now, I see you've done a few of the builds. Have you, uh, but I don't see, did you do a Hoth uh, Rebel base build yet? I have not. That is something that's been eluding me. I've, um, 
I've I've built three or four versions of it, but I just I don't like it enough to post it yet. So I'm still I'm still tinkering. Um, what's uh what's uh the holdup? What what's getting you? Um, I'd like to be able to show like the exterior of, of Echo Base and then the interior as well, kind of like a cross section. And that's yeah. that's that's kind of that's new for me. So mm -hmm. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out a way for that to work. And then you know if you show the inside of Echo Base, then you've got all those vehicles to scale correctly. And, right. Um, it's it's tough, man. <laughs> So, and it's, I mean, just even at your scale that you do, it'd still be pretty big because you have the tunnels, you have like mm -hmm. the Millennium Falcon plus like three or four TIE fighters and then the transport vehicles. I don't even know where those are, but mm -hmm. you've got, you've got some challenges, I'd say. Definitely. Yeah. It's, it's tough. I, I have some, some Hoth builds, but not, not echo base. Mm -hmm. it's, it's definitely, uh, it's on my list. And how long's your list? <laughs> it's it's pretty long <laughs> just because i'm i get bored easily and so i i jump from one project to another pretty often so i'll have like you know five or six different projects going on at the same time um and those kind of crop up and, and build up and you know i don't i don't like to post something unless i really like it and so there's mm -hmm. just a lot of stuff that that kind of sits in limbo for a while until i uh so it feels better about it. I think a lot of builders are like that. I know I am. I have, yeah. if like there's a Lego file and I have put the date when I started and it can be years later before I've come back. <laughs> um, and yeah. like I've, I've been working on a UCS supremacy for years now and I built nice. it three times and I still think it's not good enough <laughs> to post anything about it. Um, so I'm holding back. And the same with like I had, uh, We'll say that you interrupted an interview this morning, got a little sneak peek <laughs> at one of them. Um, then I went outside and I was working on our asphalt driveway, doing some patchwork. Then I'm back here. Then I have some, uh, I got to finish that and the Lego work later. It's, it's, uh, I, I try not to get bored easily, but unfortunately I'm always, uh, always doing something. So it's hard yeah. to get back to those builds. Yeah. Yeah, it, you know, it, it's good to have a few different things going on at once, too. Yeah. Just to you know, keep it interesting. And for your, your builds, you also do vehicles. Do you primarily do, not primarily, I guess is the word, it's do you prefer vehicles over the landscapes or do you like them as equal? I like the landscapes a lot more, honestly. Okay. Um, the vehicles... The vehicles is just kind of, you know, secondary for me. Mm -hmm. um, but what I do like doing with the vehicles, vehicles is I'll build something or mod something that's already been built. And then I like to just change the colors around, like different skins. Um, so you'll see that I do that a lot with like these LAAT gunships and um, a few other vehicles like that. I think that's mm -hmm. kind of fun. But I, I, think, really, I like really like the big landscapes. Yeah, I was going to say, I think like vehicles are kind of crowd favorite things. They're like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, I know that vehicle or something. But yeah. the scenes, I think, set the scaling and a, a, it's almost like a quick snapshot of the story. Um, like you've done with the Jedi Temple when Anakin went to the Jedi Temple and uh, Revenge of the Sith. Like you have smoke billowing. I know. I mean, we know the scene. 
it's it's easy to recognize. Yeah, thanks. That and that's what I'm going for. I'm just trying to capture like a vibe of that particular moment. And with these scales, so some of them I see you it's expansive. You've got Coruscant as I'm guessing, God, just looking at the photo, I'm gonna say <laughs> maybe three thousand um pieces, but it could be more. Um it's just, you know, as at scale, you're like to get detail, you need a lot. That's why the architecture sets cost so much. Because exactly. they have so many tiny parts. Um, exactly. And one of the the focuses that I've been working on now is is going back through some of these these big builds um like uh like moth Isley I'm, I'm working on right now and, and trying to to redesign it so it's more economically efficient um mm -hmm. which is pretty challenging not gonna lie like there are there are some really tricky pieces and expensive parts that you kind of have to work around and um so i've been trying to 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 edit down some of these big pieces so they're a little more accessible for other people to build um because a lot of these i i haven't even built myself they're all just digital designs um but um you know i've got a new bookshelf in my office and I, I've, I've been working on some displays to fit right into this bookshelf so that forces me to think about that in an economically efficient way and um that, that's just a cool new challenge i have going on so i i think in the future for me You'll see a few more um, instructions that are going to be a little more uh, reasonable when you look at uh, the parts list and, and the price tag at the end of the day. So that's a new challenge. What do you what do you think of putting together your instructions? It sucks. I hate it. <laughs> I was waiting um, for it. I I yeah. just had to hear it from somebody else. <laughs> it it's 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 just. After you build something, especially after you build something really big, you just want to be done with it. And um, it, it, creating instructions is is difficult, especially creating good instructions, because um, you kind of have to build things physically to really get a good handle on it. Um, mm -hmm. And you know, some of my earlier instructions, I, I didn't build anything physically, so you know, apologies if anyone tried to figure any of those out. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's 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 a tough process, but people ask for it, so I try to make them available. Yeah, I I I have that same feeling. There, I do not only my builds, and then some that I I'll put out instructions, but like commission builds, and like I did uh, the destruction of an ATST in on Endor as nice. a it's it's a pretty big set. It's like twenty five by twenty five, uh, like full scale minifigure and. I still haven't gotten, I need to do the instructions and it just drives me crazy thinking that I have that, like just doing it is just a pain. Um, yeah. like yeah. do you, so you use stud IO, correct? Or studio, whatever people call. Yes. Um, yes, I do. So do and you I, like to use those instruction uh, sets or do you use another program? Um, I, I use the instruction sets. I, you know, I, I think the instruction software and, and studios, pretty intuitive and it 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 makes it as easy as it can be um you know it's still just a pretty tedious process that's that's not mm -hmm. much fun but i think they do a really good job um with with that instruction software yeah, yeah. do you uh do you still collect minifigures even after these builds oh yeah oh for sure yeah i've got <laughs> i've got a bunch of them uh, i've got some <laughs> some some drawers filled up 
because I, I have all the minifigures. Um, that's all photographed in a, in a, in a little light cube that I've got. Um, and then I just pair that with uh, digital renderings mostly. So, so okay, every minifigure okay. you see is actually, you know, one of mine that I have. Oh, gotcha. That yeah. that's cool. So yeah. yeah, as you said, like based off of the figures you have, this is, and it just pairs with what you've di digitally built. Yeah, exactly. For your digital builds, do you also render in studio? I do. I do. Um, frankly, that's the only way I know how to render. <laughs> uh, but it, it's, it, it works for me. I, I like them. Um, I, I'm, I'm not an expert at that stuff by any means. So I'm sure there's some room for improvement. But um, yeah, yeah, I like studio. I like it too. It, it's the only way I've done it for a very long time. And I've tried to branch out a little, um, like using blender, but it's that's, there's a whole huge learning curve that I just, unfortunately don't have the time to always take to do. Yeah. So you, it, you kind of just lean on what you know in cases like that. Yeah, for sure. And, and you know, yeah. it, it's one stop shopping on, on studio. So why not? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any uh, particular favorite builds that you've done? Um, well, I, I really like my big Moss Eisley. Um, I just think that's one of my favorite themes of the Star Wars universe. So I'm, I'm pretty proud of that one. Um, and then, you know, looking back, I, I think the set that the build that really gave me confidence to feel like I could be a legitimate builder was um, one of my first Endor landing pad sets. Um, it was just, it was, it was kind of ambitious for me at the time and um, it was pretty well received and it made me think, you know, Hey, I could, I could, I could be a decent builder if I keep this up. So I think that that older Endor sets probably the one I'm most proud of. I like those too. Those those are really nice having like the forestry systems. But as you said, most Eisley, it's it's an impressive layout. Now, are you using like reference photos to create it as accurate as possible, or are you just kind of using a basic overview of what you've seen to to build it the way it is? Uh, it's it's I'm not using reference photos to make it super realistic. Um, the, the streets in my size are going to be a little windier than, than I have here. Um, but, you know, I, I just, I, I, I watched the scene a few times and I, I try to just get a general vibe of, of what we're looking at. And, um, I, you know, I, 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 I kind of just, I, I just kind of get in like a flow state and just build kind of these random little buildings, um, you know, wherever I feel like it. It's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And I also see that in Navarro too. You you kind of you took the gate and it. I'm guessing built it back way, backwards from there. Exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, it because that's how I would do it. <laughs> yeah. It, it and it looks really nice because what is nice about like the Mandalorian series, you're not just getting the ships. You have those sceneries. You have those uh, placements, um, which can be a great set piece. Exactly. Yeah. They're they're so cool. I think that's. That's a big draw for Star Wars for a lot of people, just the, those really cool exotic settings. So, I, I, and I think that's where like the new trilogy kind of lost us with, like in the the um, rise of Skywalker, 
I don't even remember where we were other than Exegol. That was like the only place I, I know. Um, but they went to yeah. five planets, I think, in the entire movie. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it it's pretty forgettable. Yeah. I, I don't think they did a very good job. Yeah. And then when, yeah. when you do get a cool planet, it was just a, a clone of Tatooine. You know, it was mm. <laughs> or a clone of Hoth or something. But uh, yeah, I, originally tri- original trilogies really nailed the scenery, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, Is there anything uh, down down the pipeline that you're working on that's that's uh, pretty substantial or um, that you'd like to share? Um, well, I, I I'm working on converting some of my bigger builds like like uh Masaisley and Navarro and um Cloud City and I'm I'm trying to format them so they're a little more shelf friendly. Um, uh-huh. so they just fit on a bookshelf. Because right now these are pretty gigantic and they would just like take up your entire <laughs> coffee table so no one would want them. So um you know I'm selfishly I'm building you know a, a bookshelf format for my own bookshelf in here. So I'll, I'll share that with everyone else when things are. I think another great idea, you know, I mean, you said like coffee table style. That's mm-hmm. a lot of people are looking at that. I know I'm going to be building one for my Millennium Falcon and doing it a little bit different than what most people do with theirs uh, with a little scene. Hopefully I can share that here in the next couple months. We'll see. Um, but are you going to build it in a coffee table? So yeah, it's it's already built, and you know, people like a lot of people have displayed like, oh yeah, I have a coffee table where it's just the glass, and they put it in yeah. there, or they put it in the, uh, um, the docking bay, from yeah. the uh, from episode four. But I think I'm gonna take a new spin because there's a scene I really enjoy, uh, from the trilogy that uh, hopefully people will like once it's done. Uh, nice. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. That's a little, little secret project. So hopefully I'll just give some little uh, progress photos here once I get started. All right. All right. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm guessing what it is. I, I think I have an idea, but I don't know. We'll, <laughs> well see. I, I'll let you know <laughs> offline because, you know, you, you came on the show today. We'll be friendly. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also would be cool is I thought um, like an art piece on the wall. So I yeah. I know a guy that does like topography maps and I've done a done one and I'm looking to do some more in wood and it's mounted just as an art piece on the wall would be really cool. Especially okay. like a Coruscant or um Moise Eisley would be interesting to see. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, um in I don't know, I'd like to branch out a little bit from not just Star Wars to um I, I that was actually my next question. Well, I was going to ask, what, what else are you interested in? <laughs> uh, I I like uh, I like making landscapes, building landscapes. So uh, I might branch out into some of that. Um, I, I really haven't published much of that stuff, but I do have a little portfolio of of, of, of you know I'm I live in Rhode Island, so I've got you know these beautiful um, coastlines all around me and lighthouses, and so I've got some stuff like that. And um, some some cool uh, some cool landscapes from like the Oregon coast from a trip I took a couple years ago, and um, yeah, I'd, I'd like to get into that a little bit. And then um, you know another area that I've been thinking about is um, mini scale pirates. 
because I, I I love pirates. <laughs> that was that was the theme that I that was the theme that I loved when I was a little kid. Um, so I was thinking about kind of uh, you know starting my own little mini scale world of of the sets that I enjoyed when I was younger. Oh, very cool. Yeah, it um, it's cool to branch out because you know I I was known for at least not many people, just a few uh, that like I built brickheads. I did eye brickheads on mm -hmm. Instagram for a long time. And, you know, I still like them. I still like building, but I haven't built in God, maybe three months. And because I focused primarily on this and some commission work and mm -hmm. just like branching out. And I think it's healthy because, you know, you don't have to box yourself into oh, just Star Wars, only Star Wars, mm -hmm. like landscapes are really cool and i think there's there's a lot of potential to it yeah yeah I, you know the possibilities are pretty much endless there so, yeah yeah and, yeah and and like i the scaling makes it easy to do so many things like i've tried i'm still four years in building my college uh in uh, micro scale architecture and then uh, trophy scale is another thing that i'm interested in um you know, those trophy figures and uh, uh, trying to yep. model things to that size, I think is really cool. Like they did with the uh, like Hogwarts castle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There are a few guys out there doing that with Star Wars um, that are that are pretty cool. I like that, too. It's close mm -hmm. to what I do, but um, not not quite. Yeah. Yeah. It, But um. Uh, and then, you know, you set yourself apart by pairing yourself with the minifigures, I think, which is really cool because, like, it it can be helpful to telling why you built the set itself. Yeah, yeah. It it, it, it kind of rounds out the whole vibe that I'm going for. So I I, I like that. I, I, it's, it's definitely become my own kind of signature, I think, um, with, with my posts. And I think that's why, like, oh, yeah, this is really cool. We're seeing just why are we seeing only two tiny uh, snow speeders? And then you're like, oh, wait, that's because they're with Baby Yoda. Yeah. And this yeah, is yeah. from The Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's awesome. It, yeah. It's, it's, it's fun. It is really fun. And um, as you said, you have a pretty long list. And, you know, as we continue to either work from home or do more things, it's it's nice to have something to jump out to to do absolutely yeah 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 well uh i just to wrap up this interview first i want to thank you again this is just really awesome love talking star wars i'm a big star wars nerd and, and all kinds of <laughs> nerds too. so like we got star trek there's so many things um yeah. but yeah. in general how do you think in the as you said you kind of rejoined in building in the past couple of years how do you think lego has you know affected your life since then um it, in short i'd say extremely positively <laughs> um yeah I, i'm just i'm i'm a I, I, like i said before i work in a pretty creatively unfulfilling career and um mm -hmm. i've always been a creative person and um I, I have a very active imagination and when i don't exercise you know, that creativity or imagination, it can turn against me. And I start creating and imagining things to be anxious or depressed about. So 
when you exercise that creativity, um, it, it really, it, it's, it's, it's very calming and therapeutic, I think, and um, extremely fulfilling. You know, when you can point to something and say, hey, I built that, you know, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. So it's, it's, it's helped me kind of scratch that creative itch that I really haven't been getting from, from my career, which is nice. Which it's really nice to hear that people come back even at a later age and jump into it so wholeheartedly because it there is no barrier any age no and now with digital there's no design barrier and y if you need something to relax or spend time with your creative side this is this is an easy way because um, you, you don't have to own all these bricks because I mean exactly. just with your builds it's a lot. So you get the opportunity to do what you want without having to break, break the bank. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And if you're worried about your friends giving you shit, just go under a pseudonym and you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't hide. Come on guys. <laughs> Legos are cool now. Like we, <laughs> we got uh, stranger things as a set. Uh, Harry Potter's getting big again. Um, what else? I mean, like all the Nintendo Switch, which I talked about, or not the Nintendo Switch, the Nintendo Entertainment System, NES sets, like they're pulling that nostalgia string real hard. Um, Definitely. Yeah. But Definitely. I think I, I'm really excited to see what what comes next. Good luck with instructions, man. I know it sucks. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> if you really want, like there are people out there that do it. I know that some builders are like, yeah, I love building. I, I couldn't do instructions, but like, so many people want them, so I pay somebody to do it, um, yeah. or they get a you get a bit of it, uh, the cut, which is nice. Um, but uh, everyone, I really go Joe check out Joe's work, Joe B Juan Kenobi on Instagram, um, and then you can also buy some of instructions. He has a link on his Instagram. I'll also post it in the show notes. Uh, Joe, again, you know, thank you for sharing your builds and uh, your time today on the interview. All right, thanks so much, man. This was fun. Awesome. Hey, you All have right. a rest, good rest of your day. All right, you too. If you enjoyed the interviews, please stick around and subscribe. We have more interviews coming. Subscribe. Leave us a comment. Comments are really helpful so that other people can see the podcast and get interested in them. I'll leave you as I always do. Get creative, get out there, and go build something. <laughs>